0: And I am aware now. Aware now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness, one story at a time, for the causes that tie us all together. people get stuck on that word god. I you know obviously it's a word <laughs> that you use to describe um you know it, something larger than you know what we can see, what we experience in our human experience. And many people get stuck on that word god. Uh you know, as you have explained in your in your book, you know, 8 out of 10 people on this planet believe in something that is greater than ourselves but there's many different words for it it tends to cause problems in our world because we all have a different word or many people have different words for the word god how can we bring a commonality what's you know what's what's the commonality of that term god or allah or spirit or higher you know uh, you know uh, all of the different words that are used anyways what's the commonality how can we bring this together for people so that they're speaking the same language without getting stuck on words I got stuck on the word God because it was the religion that I grew up in and then discontinued uh, practicing and so now I practice you know more of a spiritual practice in my own life, But I I got stuck on the word God for a long time. How do we get people not stuck on these words that um, cause us problems?
1: Well, of course, the God solution is about that exact question and makes the point uh, that we have not found a way to define God with which uh, everyone could agree. But if we could agree, uh, that God is pure love. If we could find you know, just two words in English uh, th- that would define a God and offer us a new definition of God, uh, that's what it would take. And so I'm spending the final years of my life doing what I can to, uh, including giving the book away. I, I offer the book, For anyone who wants to read it on Facebook, just click on a link and you can have the book on your computer in 20 seconds. And so I'm spending the final years of my life doing what I can to help people see that if we could, in fact, all of us, the largest number of human beings, agree on a simple definition of the higher power, and simply call it pure love, an essential essence, an energetic projection from the heart of the universe. And and that energetic projection that feels like what we know that love feels like. There's not a single human being that doesn't know what love feels like. Uh, Even those who have not been loved, uh, they know that they have not been loved because they know what love feels like. And say so know it so they know it by the absence of it, but they they know it, what that must feel like. And so if we can agree that God is love without condition, pure love that needs, wants, expects, demands, and requires nothing in return, then everything changes. And we we automatically come up with a new global ethic. Currently, our ethical understandings are based on our understandings of God's behavior. Most of the world's ethical foundations are based on some prior religious or theological construction. Even uh, among people who don't believe there is a God, they could not deny that the earliest laws and the earliest ethical moral constructions arose out of the earliest religions. Thou shalt not steal, obviously, and and others as well. And also, um, how we should respond when people do steal or or do behave inappropriately or kill or or do kill or do murder or whatever. So we have, we've developed constructions based on our earliest religious instructions. So our constructions arise out of our instructions from the earliest days. And, and we've been instructed to condemn and punish each other if we violate uh, the ethics that our moral constructions have given us. Because we have come to understand and we've, we have held it as true, even among people who don't believe in God, that inappropriate behaviors should be punished. And so we do uh, some things that are remarkably contradictory. We we find it possible because of the way we're holding the whole life experience. We find it unbelievably possible to justify killing someone as punishment to teach people that killing someone on purpose is not okay. We call it the death penalty. And, And so we say to people, I'll teach you that killing people is not okay. I'll kill you, which arises from where? The earliest theological teaching, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. So the question becomes, can we believe in a God who says, no, it's not an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Hitler went to heaven. Nobody is punished for anything. Now that makes the human mind go crazy because we say, well, then where's the justice? Then there's no justice. And God says, oh, I see you're caught up in a seven-year-old belief that there should be a tit-for-tat, a quid quid pro quo universe in which, you know, all behaviors that are inappropriate are punished, and you call that justice. But the challenge there is who decides what's an inappropriate behavior that should be punished who gets to make those choices and people say well god made those choices to which god might reply oh really god is the one who decided that that for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years women should not be paid the same as men for doing the exact same thing oh i see I see, I see, God, God made that choice. I I see, oh, oh, God, God, God was the one who decided that people should not be allowed to love each other and even express that love in physical ways if they belong to the same gender. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. God made that decision. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, oh, God was the one who did. So, so we have the problem of trying to figure out what behaviors are acceptable and what behaviors are not acceptable based on our understanding of God's choices around all of that? And because it's been difficult for us to come to a conclusion about that question, there are 4,200 religions on the face of the earth. 4,200 religions. Each religion trying to figure out okay, wait, 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 there's got to be a way to figure this out. There are some behaviors that are okay with God and some behaviors that are not. And therefore, they're not okay with us. And so we have based human interaction on our understanding of how God interacts with us. Now, if you pull the rug out from under that and say, but but what if God does not punish us for anything? Then we have no further justification for punishing each other for anything either. For even the slightest so-called offenses much less the so-called major ones, which leaves us in another quandary. Well, then what do we do when people do commit major offenses like murder or rape or child abuse? or you know, what, Then what do we do? What is the proper response? That's a huge question that advanced civilizations have answered. But our civilization, which is not yet advanced, is still struggling to figure out what, what do we do in response to people's behaviors that we find unacceptable?
0: Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, We are aware now.